Hey everybody, it's Charles from HumbleMechanic.com. Today, we're talking a recap of my time in Austin at F1 and a VR6 Cabriolet update. This is episode 13 of the Humble Mechanic Podcast. In this episode, you had me in the car at night driving home from the dealership. This episode originally aired November 13th of 2014, and I had just come back and sort of gotten settled from a trip to Austin to watch an F1 race. My first F1 race, my first time in Austin, and I got to hang out with some rad people that I will talk about in the episode. In addition to talking about the time at F1 and learning about fuels and how F1 really works, I'm giving you guys an update on the Cabriolet. Now, because we're going back in time listening to these old episodes, the information about the Cabrio is kind of irrelevant but I think it really speaks to how project cars work because I'm seeing a lot of similarities and listening to a lot of similarities between what was going on with the Cabriolet way back then and what I'm experiencing with the GTI right now. Before we get into the show, if you want exclusive content, discounts you can't get anywhere else to places like MT Knives, Sonic Tools, SP Automotive, Eastwood, Black Forest Industries, and more, check out the crew membership program. It's a great way to help support the show, literally help me keep the lights on, as well as score yourself some rad discounts on stuff you're probably buying anyway. In addition to all those cool discounts and content, you get my VW Audi training manuals that I build for my classes as free downloads. As of right now, there is three or four of them, and I'm about to add about four more, so there'll be a total of seven or eight downloads. Those are 355 bucks a pop just to give you some context. If that's not your flavor, you can also help me out by supporting the Patreon or really one of the greatest ways is just use my Amazon link. Click the link, buy your stuff on Amazon. It doesn't cost you any more money and I get a little bit of credit for the sale. So Charles, driving at night while podcasting in your car Let's take it away. Two weeks ago, I had the opportunity to fly to Austin, Texas for the Formula One race, which was an incredibly cool experience. Uh, had an opportunity to hang out with my old pals, uh, Eric the Car Guy, Audra from Women Auto Know, Jason from Engineering Explained, Chris from ASE, Jesse from UTI. He's an education manager at UTI in uh, Dallas, I believe. And all the awesome folks at Shell, everybody was super cool. Um, F1 racing is incredibly fun to watch. We had great seats. We got to go in the paddock and do a tour of the Ferrari garage. I got to see inside the uh, Shell trackside lab where they actually analyze fuel and oil um, that come out of the Formula One cars, which was neat. We got to see... Uh, Fernando and Kimi race the uh, couple of Shell Eco Marathon cars around a closed down Shell gas station, which was super cool. You know, you're watching the fastest, some of the fastest drivers in the world race some of the slowest cars in the world. But F1's all about, you know, innovation and fuel economy, and that's really cool. And uh, I got some video of that, so hopefully I'll have that video processed and ready to go soon. There's kind of a lot of downtime video in some of these things, so I'm trying to edit out that and uh, only deliver the good stuff for you guys. So the trip to Shell was incredible. I spent, I think, four days, five days, four days, yeah, it was four days, 
four days out there checking out Circuit of the Americas, which is uh, an incredibly beautiful racetrack. I'm really into that. Hopefully, uh, I'll have the opportunity to go back next year. Um, the city of Austin is beautiful. Uh, you know, you're five or six blocks from the Capitol. You got to walk down to the Capitol building and get a picture of that. Um, let's see, what else do we do? Had a ton of good food. Texas barbecue is really great. Um, had, you know, you guys know me. I was able to uh, procure myself some local beer to bring home and scored some bonus points for that. Uh, the folks at Shell and Ferrari. You know, Shell always rolls the red carpet out for me, and I, I truly do appreciate that. Um, every, you know, being surrounded uh, surrounded by everything Ferrari for the weekend is not terrible whatsoever. Plus, being around some of the greatest people I've ever met in my life, um, you know, just top notch, stellar people—the kind of people you want to hang around with all the time. Um, those guys are all super cool. Shout out to. Again, Eric and Jason and Audra, Jesse, Chris. Uh, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. And man, I'm going to be in trouble if I forget someone. But everyone in our group, all you guys were awesome. Uh, Scotty Kilmer, that's the one I was forgetting. Uh, it's always a trip being around Scotty Kilmer. If you guys haven't watched any of his videos, uh, get, check check him out. He's he's definitely the character in real life that he is on video. So that's uh, that's always fun. But uh, the Shell experience was cool. Being in the Trackside Lab was really, really incredible. Um, learning from you know all the incredibly intelligent people that that work for Shell and work with Ferrari uh, and do that. I got some few interview type things that that I'm working on editing and posting here soon. So the next two weeks, uh, I didn't want to just download everything Shell and Ferrari all at once, so trying to space it out a little bit for you guys so I don't bore you with some of that, even though a lot of it is incredibly cool. Um, after the Shell event last week, it was kind of back to reality. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys seen the picture, but I was working on our general manager's Bentley and um, somehow managed to break the back window of his car. So that is a $2,400 oops. Um, I think later on in the week I'm going to record a podcast about how to deal with mistakes like that because they do happen. You know, you try and keep them to a minimum, but uh, man, breaking a $2,400 back glass, uh, it hurts. So uh, not to mention it's really embarrassing and, uh, you know, luckily our general manager is super cool and I, I'm sure he wasn't happy. My service manager wasn't real happy about it, but you know, we, we make mistakes, mistakes happen, it's part of doing business. Um, I was being as careful as I could, but at the end of the day, it's my fault, and I'm willing to hold that responsibility bag uh, totally. So enough of that, because I don't really want to talk about it anymore. Uh, Saturday was Dubs for a Cause at one of the local, um, local tuning shops uh, called Apex Tuning. Great bunch of guys. Uh, Mike and Michelle that kind of run the whole Dubs for Cause thing did an incredible job. Awesome group of sponsors. It's cool to see this event grow every year. Um, I was one of the... I've been a sponsor every year, actually, on the blog, which is cool. It was the first time I ever had my logo on anything that wasn't just, like, a piece of paper or, uh, or you know, online. So to have it on a T-shirt from that was really, really cool. Um... 
but to see that event grow is just so great. And I, you know, I love the cause. I love people coming out, hanging out, showing their cars and, and it's all for charity, which is really cool. And I'll, uh, I need to do a full just blog post about that and throw some pictures up online. The cabbie came in second in the most low car contest. Well, the limbo contest. And, uh, and that was cool. Um, the winner had, I think, 11 or 12 people loaded up in his car and let a bunch of air out of the tires. But, you know, some people do whatever it takes to win. I wanted to, if, if the cabbie was going to win, I wanted her to win uh, the way I drive her. So that was, it was still fun. You know, who, who cares who wins or loses and stuff like that? Again, it's for charity. And uh, it was a blast. It was a blast to do. Um, so that was cool. Uh, I realized I have quite a few electrical bugs going on in the cabbie. I don't know if that's from having it sit for a few months or the battery being completely dead or what's going on. Uh, I haven't really had time to dive into exactly what's going on, but basically the, the quick rundown is the cluster, the instrument panel cluster is, is not happy. Uh, turn signals don't work. The turn signal indicator is like half lit. Um, when you pull the high beams, the uh, <laughs> the coolant light flashes. So we got we got a whole lot of fun stuff going on in there. Um, it could be something as simple as maybe a blown fuse or a loose ground. Odds are it's not just a blown blown fuse. You know, I'm kind of leaning at this point more towards a loose ground. Uh, those clusters are like a printed circuit. There's resistors in there in the circuitry, so. You know, it, the hell, the car's an 88, so we're creeping up on almost 30 years old. I'm sure it's not uh, not as spry as it used to be. So we may have some issues in there. I have another cluster that I'm going to test and see. Um, what that means as far as diagnosis, the dash panel's probably coming back out. The lower kick panel's probably coming back out. Uh, the center console is probably coming back out. And luckily on that car, it's all very, very easy to disassemble. And uh, I'll probably remove all that stuff, plug all my sense, you know, my switches, my instrument cluster, and everything back in, and um, and see if we can't trace down what's going on. Hopefully, it's something simple. You never know with uh, older cars and weird electrical problems like that. Uh, it'll probably be a good opportunity for me to install some sort of radio or something. Uh, while I have everything apart, run some new wires for that and uh, get that squared away. What else is going on with the cabbie? She runs great. Um, I've developed a little bit of a leak in the um, axle flange seals in the transmission, which will be something that needs to be addressed. I also have a whine in fourth gear. Uh, you guys may remember that I went through the engine of the cabbie completely, the VR6 but I never really did anything with the transmission. So I, uh, depending on how deep I need to go in the wiring issues with the cabbie over the winter, um, I may, uh, I may pop the transmission out and, uh, and go through that as well. I'm not sure I want to commit a ton of money finance, you know, to, uh, to make repairs to the transmission. I may just, I may just find another box and, and rebuild that one. So there's no downtime, but We'll see. If I could find one with a limited slip, that'd be pretty pretty awesome. But uh, who knows? I'm not really committed to doing much of anything to the transmission at this point. 
except uh, fix those leaking axle flange seals. And uh, my oil leak from, from the oil uh, filter housing or the oil cooler, I think it was, that I replaced over the summer is holding great. Um, haven't really done anything with the interior. The carpet is starting to come apart. You know, it, that carpet was out of the black cabbie that some of you guys might remember. Um, if you guys are wondering, I, you know, I, I forget there's a ton of new people every day and, and the audience keeps growing, which is super great. Thank you guys for all that. But uh, for those of you that don't know, last year, <clears throat> we actually it was the year before, we, uh, we, I mean me, and you guys all kind of sitting back and watching the show, started a VR6 swap in a 1988 Volkswagen Cabriolet that I bought at a charity auction. Um, like kind of third party at a charity auction. But uh, I went through, rebuilt the entire engine. It's a AAA VR6 out of a 97 GTI, 97, 98, something like that. I don't remember the exact model. Um, and in order to get some other parts that I had kind of fallen short on this cabbie, I, uh, I bought an 84 cabbie and gutted that, stripped down all the parts, and, and uh, used a bunch of stuff for, from the black one, which was the 84, into the red one, which is the 88, which is the one with the VR. Uh, hopefully by now you've seen some pictures of it, and uh, it's pretty interesting. It was a kid's art project, so uh, so there's some, uh, some cool stuff on there, but um, that's pretty much where she sits. Uh, I'll put a link to the cabbie section. I think it we called it the uh, Love-A-Dub project uh, on, uh, on the blog, and um, I'll post a link to that in the video notes both on YouTube and on the blog. If you're on the blog, you can just scroll up to the top and uh, right about where it says Shop Shots and Behind the Wrench, you'll see a tab that says Love a Dub. So check that out if you're into the uh, the cabbie project thing. Uh, it was a ton of fun and, you know, we're still working the bugs out. It's a project car, so as you guys know that do project cars, it is forever project. But anyway, guys, that's kind of the last few weeks. Um, I feel like I hadn't talked to you in a while, so I thought I'd just uh, drop a quick a quick show today and um, and just you know give you a heads up on what's been going on. I'm gonna try and do a ton of work the next two days. I got a pretty cool collaboration coming out with Jason from Engineering Explained. He has an incredible YouTube channel that he basically whiteboards everything and um, explains how cars work, and it's. It's so simple and so brilliant, and he's a razor-sharp dude. Highly recommend checking him out. I'll put a link to all his stuff, both on the blog and on YouTube, and uh, look for that. That'll be about VR6s, and uh, that should be a blast to do, and I'm, I'm looking forward to, to doing a little fun collaboration with Jason. It's always fun to go back and look at what was going on, you know, about three years ago in my life, in my world, in my car world, driving home from a job that I no longer have, talking about a car that I no longer have either. I'll be honest, there are plenty of times where I do miss that cabriolet. 
Guys, with that, I'm going to wrap it up. Questions, comments, you know what to do. Hey, guys, if you're digging the audio-only version of this show, consider rolling over to iTunes and giving it a review. If you think it's worth one, give it one. Hopefully, it's worth a little more than that. I like to see those five-star reviews. That always makes me smile. Don't forget, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, of course, Snapchat, and definitely on YouTube. There is other content that goes on YouTube that will never make it to the audio podcast. All right, guys. Hey, thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.